everybody, and welcome back to the Far Out Podcast. My name is Todd Perry, and the right of me is Buck Perez. Hello, Todd. How are we doing? Mm, doing good. And the left of me is Oscar Taeda. What's up, guys? You guys may remember that uh, little song by Bring, the Kinks. Bringing it back. Bringing it back. Well, because uh, back in the day, I used to do a show in San Diego with the great Mark Chambers. And uh, we did it. It was all in like low-budget living in San Diego and how people who had no money were getting by. And at the time, I had... Like no cash, like I was, I was, it was when I was living with you, Oscar. You were straight out of low cash, straight out of low cash, and um, the, the funny thing is, you were making like eighty Gs a year. No, no, <laughs> no, 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 not I'm the sorry. case. Not the case. And so I had no money, and so a, lo- the, a lot of the show was based on the fact that uh, Mark and I both had no money, and then like dispensing advice. We're talking about that lifestyle. And this was kind of what the program director wanted. The show was really good. And then we ended up, when we did the podcast, we still called it low budget. But we never actually did any... Low budget talk. Yeah, we actually didn't, never... We were, we were thinking about it. We just, it just never happened. So I was thinking the other day, I was getting ready to fuel up my car. And I realized it cost $3.50 to put gas in my Lincoln Continental. It's getting, it's getting higher every day. It's up again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's up and it's going to be up. We're we're gonna see four dollar gas again by summertime. Four twenty five gas, and then it'll come back down. And we're just we're just gonna be living with high gas prices for the rest of our lives. It was fun though for a while because you'd see all these people with their SUVs trying to fill that sucker up. Nowadays, everyone's got a hybrid car or something not so uh, you know what gas guzzling, and it's you know it doesn't really feel as good. You don't feel like you're winning anymore with no. your Honda. <laughs> no. What's funny is uh, Die Hard was on earlier. I think when I walked in, it was on. Uh, I think that was today or yesterday. Yeah. Okay. But um, if one of the scenes of Die Hard, they show the building where it's at. And, uh, there's a gas station right there. Yeah. Gas is, I think at that time, what was it, 1988? It was 70 cents. Wasn't Jesus. wasn't even a dollar. Man, yes. the, the, this is weekend. I went to uh, I went to Whale's Vagina this weekend. I went to San Diego. Okay. San Diego. And, and we went to uh, Coronado Island. Oh, nice. And on the island, gas is $4. Oh, yeah, because they have to transport it out there. Or just because there's no other option, $4. They'll rip you up, man. Yeah. Um, man. When I was doing the, the in San Diego, when I was doing low budget and I was driving down south to the CBS down there, uh, I would drive from Long Beach to Miracle Mile, LA every day, which took a whole bunch of gas. And then I drove on Saturdays down to San Diego. So I was blowing, even though I was driving like a Jetta, it was still blowing tons of money on gas. And plus, I had no money. You know, we, it's just a reality we're going to have to live with. And nowadays, people are being smart about it, at least, and buying like cars that don't suck up so much gas. And the people who have the cars that do suck up a bunch of gas kind of look like morons, like, essentially. Like, like Lincoln Continentals. Like, well, I got the thing is, <laughs> I had to do the cost benefit analysis because the car's free, I have no payment. I have low insurance, and so I just pay more for gas, and it's better than I had to buy a new car at a certain point, so I don't have to buy a new car. So it beats having a car payment, you know? And, uh, and I do certain things. I take, a, I take the Metro a little bit. saves me some money. Why don't you convert your car to, like, one of those uh, canola, canola oil cars or one of them, you know, French fry cars? A corn car. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that would be great, but it's still, the car's like eight tons. It's like piloting a killer whale. Mm. Essentially, we have that big ass thing of like American steel. Like that's some real shit. <laughs> the Lincoln, but um, yeah, it, it's it's a pain in the ass. But so um, I've got some tips for the people out there who are living low budget right now. We don't have a bunch of coin to run together to maybe save some money. Let us know, Todd, because it is tax time, and I am taxed. 
I, I've got oh, yeah? no, I've got no money. You, yeah, you've been you've been taxed to the gills. I'm taxed, Todd. Taking oh. you to the streets. Yes. Oh, you you didn't work freelance this year, did you? Fuck. Uh, what? No, of course not. No freelance work for me. Ooh, none they, whatsoever. They get you on that one. Yes, they I do. get. I, oh. Besides this show, being freelance, no. That's about it. Nothing. No. Nope. Mm. Nothing that I got paid for. Now I'm not going to say I'm a cheap man. Yes, you are. <laughs> Jesus. Frugal at best, yes. Well, see, when we, when we did the show, the funny thing is when we did the show in San Diego, me and Mark, it was Mark, Mark didn't have any money, and I didn't have any money. The difference, was, the difference was Mark would be extravagant with his spending, but I was like, cheap, I was probably the genuinely really cheap guy, and, and Mark would be like, oh, I'm going to buy a new car, I'm going to do this and that, and I'd be actually really the, the cheap son of a bitch. I think that the bit was Mark spent too much money, and I spent too little, because right. I had none. Oscar, you live with me for quite some time. Would you say I'm... Dude, Dak Ham's all I gotta say. Oh, yeah, I know what we, you're we, talking We talked about Dak Ham Is that that point. deviled ham shit? We talked about Dak Ham at one point. It's like canned ham. Yeah, it's yeah. like canned ham with the devil on it, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I used to buy like canned ham, and I would fry that's, the canned that's ham. That's like a step up from spam, that shit, right? Yeah, it's better than spam. No, it's not. <laughs> when you when you deep fry it and you put a little bit, I used to get some hot sauce from my favorite Mexican place you're, and some cheese. You're deep frying that shit. That shit was awesome. Wow. Oh, Sarah's here. Sarah, say hi. Sarah bought cookies for everybody. Say hi in the microphone, real quick. Real quick question, Sarah. Am I cheap? Hi. Am I cheap? Very. How cheap? Real quick, just oh, on mic. Worse than my dad. All right, <laughs> Sarah. Sarah, bring bring cookies to the diabetic. Thank you. <laughs> You're yeah. trying to kill him. And I'm going to eat them all. Yes. I don't care what kind of cookies they Does are. Does Jenny they, Craig allow to eat those cookies there, Oscar? I haven't started yet, dude. All right. So uh, so what happens is, I guess, Oscar, have you ever witnessed my cheapness besides the deck ham? Super cheap. This guy's super cheap. Like, he wouldn't even buy good beer. He'd buy shit beer. <laughs> now, now that we have the OB beer, I mean, I think we're pretty lucky. Oh, it's good. Because, I mean, I think Todd would really still buy the Natty Ice if he could. I still would. I mean, I I buy Tisdale wine, the three ninety nine wine at the Seven Eleven. Oh my god! Still. The big jar, the the box wine was the worst. Yeah, I used to buy a lot of box wine. Well, yeah. I used to, I used to drink box wine like I was a fifty year old woman going through menopause. <laughs> Man, and an old smuggler, which is some some cheap whiskey. You know, I think it is. T- your your tastes are just fucking low. You know? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you don't have like a a, a very. Well-formed palate. Now, Buck comes over, he brings Guinness. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, by the way, everybody's mics are turned up, and you uh, just hear people eating cookies. Uh, good cooker. Uh, by the way, uh, today's show, uh, OB Beer, the true Korean beer. There are other Korean beers out there. Don't quite match up to the fine taste. You guys enjoying your OB tonight, by the way? It's not bad. OB. OB has been the leading brewer in Korea, meaning leading, meaning every other brewery in Korea is subservient to OB. Uh, in the Korean liquor market for the past 70 years. It's my favorite Korean beer. That's all I got to say. But uh, I've got some tips, and hopefully you guys can chime in with your own tips to help people out there, lots of our listeners, because I know a lot, a lot of the listeners are, are like dudes who are like in college, or maybe they're just out of college, um, or ladies out there that or are Maybe younger. they dropped out of college. Could have. Yes. Let's, let's, throw not, that, let's throw that demographic because I'm one of them. Buck, it's, them in there. it's not dropping out if it's community college. <laughs> like if you dropped out of Yale, they'd say college dropout. He'd be like, damn. Yeah. But since I never went to one of them, it's not really. Yeah. 
You dropped out of a community college where people used to drink no, I 40s. Out, I dropped out of like four of them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone in the LA area is kicked out by Perez. Pretty much. Uh, Santa Monica, I didn't even want to try at that point because, uh, you know, it's just embarrassing. Yeah. Now, I'd like to say I released myself from the confines of the institutional learning facilities. <laughs> <laughs> now, the thing about living the low-budget lifestyle, like, okay, I'll say this. Uh, I, I, I've, I've led my life as a cheap man, but, like, I tip well. If I got a tip, I, I, I'm, I'm generous. If, if, if people need something, you, I will help them feel, out. You feel for the working man. I'll, 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 you know, I'll buy people shit. That, that's fine. But I, I, I look at living life as a cheap man as more of, like, sticking it to the man. Like, I'm not going to sell myself out to shit unless I have to. You know, I'm not going to give in to the consumerist urge to hand over money when I shouldn't. Because I believe that money is power. When you take my money, you're taking from me. You're taking of my soul. You're taking of my loins. You're taking of my hard work. Some deep shit. And you got to earn it. If you're going to get my money, you got to earn it. Right. And that's, that's the way I look at life. Make sense? Sure. I mean, but you're basically... You, you, you're taking yourself away from great meals or from mm. great experiences or from all sorts of things. Like you, you, you'll never be able to fly that plane that you want to because you won't spend the money on it. I do want a plane, right? Yeah, I do want a plane. It was uh, I think we were talking about it on a show earlier that uh, I think we said that all white people at some point want to own a plane, and then one of our listeners, Naisha, posted on our Facebook page. Yeah. Uh, that uh, she went around asking all the white people she knows whether they want to <laughs> fly a plane. Indeed. I think I saw that. Yeah. And uh, I think they all said, uh, some of them said yes or no, and then a few of them said they were just, they wanted to have a black midget or something. That's what Naisha wrote. Nice. That's what Naisha wrote. This woman of color wrote that. It was yeah. in my opinion. But okay, I've got some uh, money saving tips that can help out uh, the people out there. Uh, first of all, uh, wait, I just heard that. But what was that noise, Buck? <laughs> Nothing, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Right, let's keep going. <laughs> All right, number one, uh, when you go out to eat, one, one rule I always abide by is I get the water. Okay. Okay. You're, like, sa- with, you're, with saving, you're saving a buck fifty. Yeah. I'm saving a buck fifty. Now, the, extrapolate that over a week. That's like seventeen bucks. All right. That's every time you go to the drive-through. Or I, I I get water at home, or if I go out to eat, unless I'm I'm out boozing and then I get booze. Sure. But uh, normally, like uh, today, when I was at Ashoka the Great, yeah, uh, getting some Indian food, I got the water. And then you'll find that when the, the more you drink water, the more you realize that other things suck. Like I don't I don't really drink soda. I drink beer and I drink water and wine. That's a, that's about all I drink. Uh, occasionally, I have some apple juice, but. Water will save you money over the long haul. Every meal ends up decreasing by about 20%, just if you go with the water. Nice. All right. Number two, if you go with the water at home, what you get yourself is one of them Brita filters. And so you can filter out your tap water. And it saves you from actually buying water, which is actually just as bad as tap water. Because government regulations over bottled water are less than they are at the tap. So, essentially, the water is actually going to be cleaner through the Brita filter, and you don't spend money. Huh? Isn't it just a thing of, like, you know, nowadays you can't drink out of the tap? Like, ever since that Aaron Brockovich bitch, you know, came out with that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
Aaron I mean, Brock a bitch. Uh, yeah, I mean, we used to always drink out of the tap. We drank out of the fucking hose, you know? It's, right. it's no big deal. Just drink out of the fucking tap. And then a bunch of people on the local news were like, what's in your water supply? Right. And then basically you buy some Dysani water, and it's the same bullshit in the water. It's just, it's tap water. It's just filtered. So you buy yourself a Brita filter, and then you filter out your own water, and then it's fine, and you save money over buying like uh, all the bottled water at home, and you, you put less bullshit in, in the ecosystem in terms of tons of bottles of water. I just boil, boil uh, all my water. <laughs> you boil it all? Wow. All my drinking water, yes. You, uh, next one. It's good as it gets. I'm very disciplined. Save your fast food napkins. Whenever you go out to eat, like let's say you go to McDonald's, right? And then they, they give you like a stack of napkins. Save that shit. Because... What I used to do was when Oscar and I lived together, we used to run out of toilet paper all the time. Of course. So what I do was I'd make <laughs> I make a run to the dollar menu bags in my the back of my car, and I would pull out all the napkins and we put them on top of the toilet, and then we could wipe our ass with the napkins. What sucked about that is that I usually bought the paper. So mm, mm. so when it came down to the end of the paper, and I was like, "Fuck it," I think that Todd needs to buy the paper. Todd would pull out these fucking McDonald's napkins, huh? and I'd be wiping my ass with McDonald's napkins, and, I'm, and I'd be like. All right. Why well, pay for it? We got the cow right here. Man. But, but, I, but I fucking got screwed on that deal. They're kind of nice on the ass, though. Like, it's like, okay, you got like two ply toilet paper. It doesn't beat the shit out of a heavy duty napkin. It's like wiping your ass with a beach towel. Right. That require a lot of paper, and sometimes it's kind of rough on the butt. It's only bad when you get the brown ones. Like, you go to Starbucks and they give you brown towel, because yeah. then you don't know whether you're clean or not. Because <laughs> the poo matches the color of the napkin. Yeah, because those things are meant to pick up, like, ketchup, things like that. It can, t- it can take a beating. Uh, next next rule I have in low budget living is if I give a shit about it on Wednesday rule. Okay. You go to shop shopping on the weekend and you have an impulse buy. Like I use this on Sarah all the time and it's true. Like let's say you go to Best Buy, right? And then you're like, oh, I want to buy this shit. Maybe it's like a $70 DVD set of some TV show or whatever. And then it's, it's a Saturday or it's a Sunday. And then you go, oh, I don't know, maybe I don't have the money for it, whatever, you know. And you go, don't buy it. <laughs> don't buy it. And say to yourself, if on Wednesday I'm sitting at home and thinking I, about it, and I'm thinking about it, and I still need this, be my fucking guest. That's it. Go buy it. You need that. You want that. It's going to be cool. It's fine. But wait like three days. If in three days you go, why the fuck did I want that? He didn't truly want it. Like mm. uh, one time we were in Porterville. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this with uh, women's phone numbers. You do know I really saying? want this woman? Yeah, do I really want this bitch's phone number? You know. Mm-hmm. You got to think about it that way, three right? Three days. Yeah, three days. This is enlightening. Yes. If it's still on your mind. Like, we went up to see some friends who live in this redneck ass, like, outside of Bakersfield. And they wanted to give us one of their dogs. <laughs> I don't want a dog. You like dogs? No, I don't want a dog. I don't want a dog. Ryan, <laughs> hey, you like dogs. Hey, how about them dogs? <laughs> so, uh, they're trying to give us a dog. And I'm like, dude, I don't want like, I don't want to take care of the dog. I don't want my house smelling like dog. At this like, point, is it a puppy or is it a dog? Yeah, it's a puppy. Yeah, of course. And of course, not you, but the other half's loving it. The other half is just loving this yeah. dog. Loves, loves the puppy. Our friend Susan and John. Mm. Susan loves Oscar, by the way. Who and, hates puppies. And so they had some puppies out on their farm. And so Sarah's freaking out. I go, here's the deal. If on Wednesday you want this dog, I will drive back up to Bakersfield and pick the motherfucker up. But if you can wait three days and on Wednesday you don't come to me saying, I miss the dog, I want the dog, I have an emotional feeling towards the dog, you, didn't really, you really didn't want the dog. It was an impulse thing, right? It was an impulse buy. Right. And everybody, most of the time when people buy shit, it's on impulse. It was an impulse free, though. It was free. 
No, the dog was, but the dog was going to cost a lot of money in the end time. It's yeah. going to be a lot of work. There's a lot of upkeep. A lot of you don't just buy a dog and it's solar powered. <laughs> <laughs> you got to feed that fucker and pick right. up its shit. And so what happened was, um, actually, this really didn't work out right because on Monday they called us and said you can't pick up the dog. I said why? I said he got eaten by a coyote. You see, you fucked the dog. <laughs> if you so- didn't. Yeah, you're, if you're, you did take the dog, it would be alive. Your cheapness killed the dog. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> dude. Sarah looked at me like I got a, a Facebook message from the woman with the dog, and she was like, "I'm sorry, Todd. The dog's name was Dragon. Dragon is missing. Wow. <laughs> Meaning it got eaten by the coyote." And Sarah just looked at me like I was fucking Hitler. Yeah, you did it. Yeah. You wow. had, you made it happen, Todd. But that that's kind of how how I see things. Um, you and your rules killed the dog. Right. Dog died. Uh, next one, uh, hang dry your shit. This is my oh, next theory. Hang dry your shit. If you have a dryer, just use it. I have a dryer. Now, I use my dryer for a lot of things, but not, not my jeans and my polo shirts. Well, because they shrink. They shrink. And now your jeans also, but they will become distressed over time. They will get holes. Their color will fade. If you hang dry your jeans, they will last you three times as long. So it's about the jeans. It's not about saving energy. No, no. It's just, it's just about like saving your clothing. Okay. It's about, because your, your clothing is not meant to be subject to that kind of heat and torture. Most cheap-ass clothes you buy in the mall are not built to withstand that. It's not like they're dungarees and you're fucking, you know, James Dean and Giant working a goddamn oil field. This is some bullshit you bought at Express, which will only last about good, you know, 15 good dries. But if you want those pants to last you for four years, which costs like $70, buy yourself some good pants. And then just don't dry them and they don't shrink up. Now, you're like Michael Scott, like, do you take your jeans very seriously? You like wearing the jeans or what? Like casual Friday. Oh, look at my jeans. Casual Friday, you're stoked or what? I wear jeans every day, even at work. Now, look at these <laughs> pants. I've had these pants for a day. while, right? They look good. Now, if I were to dry them, they'd look, they'd look fucked up, and I would have had to spend another $60 on jeans again. Like Oscar. You have a dryer? I, I do. Are you drying your jeans? No, I'm not. Do you hang, hang them? I hang dry. Okay, good. Yeah, no, see, that's good, Buck. Got a dryer, not a washer. No washer, but a dryer at my pad. All right, all right. Yes. And yes, I do dry my jeans. You don't wash them, you just dry them? Just dry them. <laughs> don't ever do it. Don't ever wash them. Just put them in the dryer with the like four fabric softeners. You do them just solo with the four fab. The smell will go away. You're fine. Yeah, yeah. you're good. Yeah. I, I agree. It works. Like It's like dry cleaning. You know, it's like the chemicals from the fab are taking it out, you know? Yeah. Uh, next, next rule is uh, fuck Ralph's. If you live in California, don't shop at Ralph's. It's oh, terrible. It's not good. They overcharge everything. Ralph's is the, the like, okay, I, I, you know, they used to say during um, the Soviet Union days that they basically, because their currency and their, their system was completely different, the way they valued the ruples or whatever versus other currency was based on the price of vodka. So uh, vodka was X amount of ruples in the Soviet Union, therefore, and it was purchased for this price in America, therefore they could find some common ground with their currency because when systems are completely different in terms of wages and labor and everything, you can't really equate things. Right. Um, with Ralph's and uh, supermarkets, I go by the price of Hormel chili. <laughs> like, uh, I eat a lot of Hormel chili. It's one of my staple diets. And uh, at Ralph's, it's $2.89 for your Hormel chili. That's right. If I go to State of Brothers, it's a buck nineteen. Wow. 
So uh, where is State of Brothers? There is a State of Brothers around here, but I was just thinking about it's that. the heartland That's of California. Of. <laughs> the heartland. Honestly, I was just thinking of State of Brothers. I'm like, wait, where the fuck is State of Brothers? State of Brothers. Really? Yeah, you're right. Ralph's has always been one that's gouged. Um, back in the day, I used to live right next to a Lucky, a Lucky supermarket. Those oh, yeah. are mm-hmm. those are no longer around. I think the last time I saw Lucky advertisements for uh, Golden State Warriors. So I think uh, they're up north somewhere. You know, it was one of the advertisements on the bench or something right, like right. that. But um, yeah, Rouse was always a, a motherfucker, and yeah. yet are still around. You know? Yeah, they, and just because they're everywhere. And, but but basically, also the funny thing about Ralphs is you go into a Ralphs and they have all the, the checkout people, and then they have the self checkout where you can check your own shit out. And I always feel like if I was a Ralphs employee, I'd feel a little intimidated by that. Sure. Because it'd be kind of like if at my work, because I'm a writer. If they had a computer that just wrote the same shit sitting next to me that they completely didn't need me. Well, unfortunately, Todd, they even have those in, I know not your jack-in-the-box, but in my local jack-in-the-box, they have a machine that's standing right there that can do the same job that the person's doing right there. Oof. Yeah, I know. And I always point, point it out to them when I do, because usually I don't like drive throughs because it's just wait, you know, wasting right. shit. So I get out and, you know, I'll actually talk to the person and be like, yeah, how's this? Uh, how's this thing working out for you? You know, it's like, how does that make you feel? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, if, they don't like to engage. Yeah. They don't like to engage. So no. th- then I don't feel so bad about a machine taking their job. What'll happen eventually with those is, you know, they're gonna run the report and say, you know, it takes you ten minutes to get rid of this person, whereas the machine it only takes seven. Right. What are you doing wrong for three minutes? Right. That's that's the problem. And then what happens when you have a society in which 25% of the workforce doesn't have a job now? Yeah. Because we've found machines to do it better. It's yeah. fucking scary shit. Well, uh, Todd, I'm a photographer, and unfortunately, everyone is a photographer nowadays. Right. Everyone has a camera on their phone. Everyone has a camera, you know, with them 24-7, so... Yeah, like, what if you're Nikon, and you're selling, like, these $800 cameras, and selling like, my iPhone can do the same shit? It's like... Yep. To a point, yes. So, uh, those are just some of my tips. You guys have any tips for, like, how you guys save a buck? Because I know you guys aren't just all out. I know, I know Buck, you ain't running around wasting money like crazy. Oscar, you've, you've always been a somewhat uh, fiscally sound human being. I've known you pretty well. I mean... Hardly. <laughs> just, my advice, just two buck chuck it. You know, yeah, that, cheap, cheap booze. That's that's what I'm about. The two buck chuck. It's all about it. When you're not drinking OB. No. When I am drinking OB, I'm drinking that and two buck chuck at the same time. Simultaneously. Yeah. Wow. Double fisted. Yeah, I, I drink cheap booze and I try not to get acclimated to quality booze because if I know if I get too into it, like I, I remember one day Oscar, you were you were like asking me about different types of wine. Okay. Like, is this a good bottle of wine? Or if I yeah. go to this place, should I get this? And I, I know a little bit about wine. Right, but I, I try not to know, because if at that point my palate gets to the point where I can't enjoy anything over eighty bucks, then I'm just kind of fucking myself. Because I'm happy now. Right. I don't want to get that like good taste in my mouth where I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm not tasting enough oak in this, in this fine beverage. It's not oaky. I mean, there I guess, is a point guess, of enjoying look, the fine look. things in life. Yeah. I mean, look, Todd. <laughs> if, if 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 you're Suppose at some point in your life you're smoking crack or smoking coke or snorting coke. I don't know anything about something, that. You, not something that you would, crack or, not, or coke related. I've never. Not that you would. Enough. If someone gave you baking soda and you were getting high off of it, and then like someone gave you like some really good shit, you wouldn't want to go back to the baking soda. That's true. Well, mm. I mean, well, it's a coke is a different sum game. Mm. 
Because you either get a buzz or you don't. I guess. But, but cheap right. wine can give you a buzz right. as then, much as a good then, one. Then, 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 let's put this to like the 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 pot test because like mm. like uh like if if you're getting like uh, some bullshit weed from somebody you know you'll get a headache which you might equate to being high but you'll get a headache versus if that you're getting high. like if you're getting the medicated like you know some some of the good shit right like you, you know, it blows your mind but if you're always getting like the bullshit weed from the neighbor you know you don't know better until you get the good shit I mean that that is true. It, it's it's a it's a quality of life issue, I guess. With weed, with, with anything, when it I, comes to frugality. But I mean, we're talking right now to the listeners who don't have any money. You know, okay. it, it, me personally, yes. I mean, I, I I could at certain points not be quite as tight with a buck. Yeah, that's true. It is but true. I would also say that the fact that I've been tight with a buck over a certain amount of time, purchased this garage we're now sitting in. There you go. So uh, the long haul. It and now that you have the garage, has that has that changed? I. You know what the thing is? Yes. When when you're paying a mortgage payment, which is like ridiculous. Like I'm not I'm not saying I pay a ridiculous mortgage payment. I'm just saying in terms of things in general, like they're very expensive. Yeah. And especially when you're living in California, and um, it does change your philosophy a little bit when you're like, oh, am I going to go to the dollar menu at Jack in the Box, or am I going to get the six dollar burger or whatever? Or, or, or whatever the option is, three dollars doesn't really matter when you're paying a mortgage. You know, mm-hmm. at, at that point, it's more of like a interpersonal problem. <laughs> you know, okay. when when you when you're like refusing to spend three dollars, even though X amount of money is going out for water bills and you know mortgage shit. But uh, with that, I like to thank Buck Perez. Hey, thank you, Todd. I like to thank Oscar Taeda. Thank you. I like to thank you, the listener, for listening. And this is Todd Perry saying uh, good night from the Far Out Podcast. Oh,